Our two scriptures today, one in the Old Testament and one in the New Testament, intersect in many ways to teach us about unexpected miracles. We have 11 different men who have an awful skin condition known as leprosy. And then they are miraculously healed. Now, I have not had leprosy myself, but I will tell you this morning that when I was in high school, it felt like I had leprosy on my face. (laughs) Okay? Uh, It's the truth. I had really bad acne, and I, I look back and I prayed often, like, Lord, cleanse my face. I mean, I just, it was very embarrassing. You know, others, uh, youth growing up, we, we ha- that's kind of a part of growing up, and it's not always uh, the easiest, but I had really bad acne, prayed a lot, uh, and of course, I did whatever my dermatologist told me to do, uh, and when it came, it, it took a few years, but when it came time, when the Lord brought the cleansing of my face, uh, I was overjoyed. And I want to say, tell you, in my young life, even when I look back, it, it felt like a miracle. It felt like, wow, thank you, God. Now, it's not as bad as leprosy these men faced. We know in the ancient world, leprosy was a very, very bad condition. It really covered their, their whole body. So this is a really, really bad thing to have. Uh, and in these uh, two accounts, yes, the miraculous came through for them as well. And they were cleansed. They can now live a, a new life. And we, even, in, even out of our hymn today, we sang about it, about the kind of those who were shunned. You know, the lepers, they were, you know, they were shunned. Remember it said they kind of came to Jesus, but they still stood at a distance. Others were like, you know, get away from me, stay away from me, you know. Um, and yes, uh, we can understand people didn't want to get uh, infected okay, by the disease of leprosy, but still, you got to think of the emotional and psychological uh, uh, issues that these folks had of, saying, of being ostracized and saying, you stay away, you stay over there. And it might not be lep- leprosy, it might be other things that we go through or others in our community. And so that's something for us to think about. Um, but indeed, uh, both Naaman came to the prophet Elisha uh, and, and these lepers you know, came to Jesus. And I think in them, they were, they were looking to God. They, were, they, they wanted some help here. And so... Yes, they went to the prophet, the lepers in the village went to Jesus, but then they took some kind of action themselves uh, through both washing in the Jordan River and in then going to see the priests of Jerusalem. So we see that they had to, to do something as, as part of uh, this miracle coming through. Another parallel is that the uh, while the miracles uh, happened in, in slightly different ways, they were both unexpected miracles. See, Naaman, right, we read, he, was, he got kind of mad, didn't he? Naaman's like, why did I come all this way to dip in the Jordan? I mean, the rivers we have back home are a lot better uh, than this dumpy river. And so, you know, he, he really didn't think it was going to work. And the lepers, what, if you, we look at the scripture, they were mainly looking for pity. And so... I think these miracles coming through were, were unexpected but wonderful in their lives. And unexpected miracles 
continue to be wonderful for us today. The question is, do we believe that miracles still happen today? I wholeheartedly believe that they do. Not only physical healing, but also the miraculous work of God that we see happen in the lives of our children as they grow. You know, miracles that, yes, can happen in marriages. And we need that, how difficult it can be. We see miracles at different times take place within our, our finances or within our employment. We see miracles there. Yes, we see miracles uh, even in our mental and emotional state. Those times when the peace of God comes to us. And of course, there is the miracle of salvation. When people turn to Jesus and are cleansed completely of their sins and are born again to live a new life as a child of God. That's the greatest cleansing and miracle of all. And when Jesus left the earth, he did not stop being a healer. He did not stop being a worker of miracles. For Hebrews 13 tells us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So even though miracles of God still happen today, they often go unnoticed or kind of unaccounted for because we often chalk them up as luck. You've, you've heard me say this before. I'm going to say it again. I do not believe in luck. The Bible does not give one ounce of credence to the power of luck, only to the power of the Lord. Amen? Amen? Not the power of luck, but again and again, the power of the Lord. See, we believe this universe is under the control of God. There is purpose woven through everything. So I know, I know each one of us has experienced miracles. The question is, did we see them as miracles? Our cat, Salty, went missing this past week. At longer than he's ever been away. Sometimes he goes away, but this time, longer. And really, you know, we were getting worried. We thought, maybe this is the end of the road for Salty Cat. You know, this is, the, is this the end? And, and here's, the th here's the thing. We know, or we've heard, that all dogs go to heaven, but we wonder about cats. And we just, and we just didn't know, I mean, like... His eternal soul. I mean, how is he, you know? But, okay, ha-ha. Uh, but seriously, seriously, uh, we, we really were holding out hope for the little guy. And, uh, and yes, we did, as a family, pray for him. Yeah? We didn't see it. This is one thing we need to look at. Not just the big things, but the small things. Nothing is too trivial in God's eyes. That we can bring to him our loving father. Nothing. Sometimes we miss out. On miracles because we don't do that. But now back to the story of Salty Cat. Okay. 
back to Salty. So, uh, we're holding out hope for him, and Thursday night, after coming home uh, from the, uh, uh, our, our elders meeting and our joint board together, uh, I was coming into the, the driveway, and really I just felt uh, this need to, to pray again. I came home, and I really felt like I, I, my faith needed to be uh, stretched, and, and I prayed. I said, Lord Jesus, we pray that Salty Cat would live. He would live, that he would come back, and that I would see him now. It was one of those moments, I just, felt, I just want to just have that, that childlike faith that Jesus often talks about in Scripture. Just, just have faith like a child, just believe. Okay, and as I did that, it was one of those moments, the special moments. You know, in my car there was a worship song on, and it was talking about the resurrection life of Jesus. And I, just, I was praying that life for Salty to come back. And who did I see? Who did I see? I mean, as well as like, like, yes, yes, there's Salty Cat. I mean, I started rejoicing. I didn't even take the time to pull in uh, to the garage. I just got out, left that door open. I scooped that young guy up. And we haven't always had the best relationship. And, I, and here's the thing. I, I, I am allergic to cats, if Karen will bear witness. But I'm like, I'm just scooping this guy up. I'm loving him. And I'm, just, I'm thanking God. And I went right in. And Karen was the first to see. She's like, ah, you know, we're, we go in. The kids come out like, ah. You know, so we, you know, we felt like that was our, a miracle for us. He came back. We didn't know if he'd come back. And so we rejoiced and we thanked God for it. And so whether through a lost cat uh, or a, a relationship being restored, a physical pain taken away, a peace that comes into us that melts away our fears, we need to thank God the miracles that he's still giving us. The work of God is still active in our lives, no matter what it is. So don't look at those special moments as being one in a million coincidences or luck. Do not do that. You see them as God incidences. See the hand of God. See, then, see, good things happen. See, our faith then gets bigger. Our closeness with God gets stronger. And so our first main point today is that uh, for us to be open. That's one of my, my prayer for all of us today. Be open every day to the unexpected miracles of God. The scripture today gave us two key elements that will increase, I believe, increase the likelihood of experiencing unexpected miracles. See, the ten lepers and Naaman were not healed instantaneously. I mean, it did actually happen fairly quickly, and we know certain miracles and certain works of sometimes do take time, um, and we need to be patient in those times, and not everything comes, like every miracle that we want in every moment. I'm not saying that this morning. There's some things God works in different ways, and if he doesn't want a, an exterior healing, sometimes he's looking for healing on the inside of us, our character our integrity, just who we are, that he's molding. So I'm not saying it's always going to be there, but we need to be more open to them, I believe. And so they weren't healed right away. They, they actually had to do something. They had to take some kind of action. And we call this stepping out in faith. So it was Naaman who responded to Elisha's advice. And so he could have gone back, but he said, okay, so I'm going to do something about it. I'll go into the river. So he did something. Okay? 
And also the ten lepers, see, they were actually healed when they went. Jesus said, go and show yourselves to the priests. So I believe if they wouldn't have gone, I don't think they would have been healed. Listen, as they started walking towards Jerusalem, the healing came. They had to do something. It was a response of, of action in their faith. So we go to God in prayer, yes, to tell him of our need, just like Naaman went to the prophet Elisha, just like the ten lepers went to Jesus. But then we see that they needed to take some kind of action, and so do we. It is the power and presence of God that brings the miraculous. You know, it's not us, it's God. And we go to God in prayer, but then he's looking for us to cooperate with the leading of the Holy Spirit by stepping out in faith. And so our next point is we will experience more miracles when we are prompted by our faith to pray. That's number one. We have to go to God. We pray and take action. So we pray to God for something, but then we have to kind of get off our chair, you know, or get out of the pew and, and go forth and do something. You know, we have to, you know, do something with the prayer, not just pray and, and sit there. See, a lot of people, if they just think, well, I'm just going to have faith. You know, I'm just going to pray. I'm just going to sit here, and God will just do something. That short circuits miracles. Okay? If you're just, I'm just going to pray. I'm not going to just then walk out of my home and go to work, do the things. You know, the, 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 see, because the physical and the spiritual are related. They're always interacting with each other. Our souls were given bodies to live in. So the spiritual and the physical are always connected, and we need to do something with our faith. Faith is an action. See, James chapter 2 says that faith by itself, without action, is a dead faith. Wow. So yeah, many people might pray, and then they're just not going to cooperate with the Holy Spirit of things they may need to do. Sometimes part of what we need to do is seek out the help of a doctor, get things checked out. That's often a part of the healing process. God uses people, okay? All the, the healing power is there. A lot of he's given up in inside our bodies. He's given, it's, it's already there. We have to, you know, go to others who help know how to navigate that and work with that, give us the scans we need, and work. that's a part of God's healing. But also, a lot of people do the other thing. They act, Okay? They just try to do all these things, but they never pray. That also short-circuits miracles. I want to show a diagram up here. It's the next slide. I just sketched this out. I think this is how it's kind of working. From our scripture and for us to understand this in everyday life. See, we are to pray, but then we are to act. And then pray. And then act. And then pray. And act. This is the constant Life motion of faith, right here. To pray and to act. So as we begin to wrap up this message, we need to look at the example of uh, two of the lepers out of the 11. Only two of them, Naaman and then one of the 10, gave praise and glory to God for the miracle. See, luck did not change their lives for the better. God did. And they recognized that.
So when an unexpected miracle comes our way, and we open to that, let's give praise to God for giving us the blessing. My simple challenge for us in prayer is to be more open. Jesus is not done doing mighty things in our lives and in our world. He is not done. So we need to open up our eyes, open up our ears, open up our hearts to the miracles that God gives, whether big or small whether the outward ones that we see with our eyes or the inward ones that we feel in our hearts. I want us to keep praying hard every day for ourselves, for our loved ones, and for those in a hurting world. And then we're going to pray, but then we're going to act on our prayers. We're going to act on our prayers. And when we do this, We will see the power of God flow increasingly in us and through us. And we're going to keep walking with Jesus together. And when we do, I think the miracles will be less and less unexpected. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your power and your presence in our lives. The Father and the Holy Spirit, you are always at work, you tell us. See, we need to sleep each night. You tell us your word. You neither slumber nor sleep. You are awake on our behalf. You are always working. Help us to believe in your power, O Lord. And not just to say, well, that was back then. No. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord, Forgive us, Lord, for the times when we've chalked those good things up to luck. or like, oh, that was just random. No. We don't live in a random universe. We live in a universe of, of purpose, of life and hope that you've given. So help us to be fully open, our eyes and ears open, hearts open, to your hand at work in, in and around us, open to your miracles they wouldn't be always just unexpected, but we'd actually start to anticipate more. We'd start to see, yes, I know God is going to do something good in my midst, in our church, in this community. Yes. We do it in your time and in your way, but help us to be open. Yes. In your name, Jesus, we pray.